What's up, guys? Before the show today, I'm here to bring you a public service announcement. If you are feeling down and out, if you are a disappointment to your whole entire family and yourself and your girlfriend and your friends, just listen to mine's podcast. Listen to my podcast. Listen to the funny way I talk about things and the people that I talk to and just know that you could do whatever it is you, you want to do. I, you know, I, just, I collected some microphones. I collected some cables, uh, some, some audio equipment, just started putting it together myself, and boom, I've got a podcast now. You're listening to it right now. I'm listening to it at work while you're listening to it because I don't want to over-listen to it. You know, listen to the way that these people that I'm talking to are going about putting their worlds together and start putting your world together like that too. It's really that simple. There's nothing to it. You know, just focus your mind on what you want to do. Change the ways of the things that you're doing things now because it's obviously not working. Decide what it is you want to do and do it. And then get other people involved around you. It kind of ties you into a, uh, an obligation. And, um, and then you really can't quit. You know, and the harder you work, the harder it is to quit. You know, I heard that once, and it's really driven me to this point right now. So, like I said, if you're not feeling like you're doing what you need to be doing and you are disappointing yourself, you're down and out, just change your life. Do the thing that you want to do. Figure it out. Decide. Make some decisions. Put a little bit of money towards a couple little different things. You don't need, you know, uh, you don't need the big picture. You don't need the whole studio, the whole thing it is that you you picture in your head you just need a couple little things to get yourself started and um and boom your whole world is created and you got it at your fingertips so that being said let's get on with the show this is yours this is ours this is mine What's up and welcome to Minds. I'm your host, Jay Hernandez, and today I'm going to be bringing you a conversation I had with my good friend, Ed Bonafide. Uh, but before that, I want to talk about the Podbean app that you can get. It's available for iTunes and Android uh, now. Um, you can access my, my eight episodes and uh, they'll be stacking up a little quicker nowadays since I'm going to be doing two episodes a week. This way you can keep up with the things that I'm doing, what's going on in my life, which uh, in in the next couple of episodes you'll be hearing about my Connecticut road trip, which I'm excited to uh, to talk about very soon since there's a, a bit of subject matter in there that, you know, has affected my, my life in the recent days. And, you know, I'll get further into that on that episode. Um, so getting back to Ed, whom I met through Paul uh, Ritchie back when we were teenagers uh, in a metal band by the name of Optimus Prime. Uh, this was pre-Samsara, pre-Lego, pre-What About Frank. Uh, just a, a, a metal band playing some hardcore with our good friend Matt Herb on the drums, and then he ended up moving to Germany out of nowhere. We had uh, Mike Slobotnik on guitar. Uh, Louis Borngraber did some guest vocaling in there at one point or another. You know, getting back to Ed, uh, Paul had cultivated this metal sound out in the Bricktown area, which um, is where he was disappearing off to, which took me a couple of uh, couple of summers to, to figure out, being that I would just hang out with him all year long during school. And then during the summertime, I'm like, all right, now we have, you know, 20 hours of a day to do something, hang out, maybe smoke a little weed, scrounge for change, fill up the gas tank, and, uh, and do something, you know, maybe uh, find some girls or whatever or, or, or just... Well, you know, I never really had much success with the girls, so that was just the pipe dream uh, version of what we were doing. But anyway, he would be going off to Bricktown, hanging out with Ed because he grew up, you know, going back to where his grandmother lived. And, you know, so he had this, this whole core group of friends. You know, I don't want to get too much into his life because that's his life. Maybe I'll have him back down here. We can talk about that uh, and go over that with him. This way I'm not, uh, you know, just opening up shit that I don't really uh, know that much about. I met Ed... And he's a boisterous, loud character with a lot to say. Uh, you know, intelligent guy. He's always always had his finger on the pulse of, uh, you know, what's going on in in our public school systems. You know, things that are wrong with uh, the laws, and you know, very imaginative, creative, 
off the cuff kind of guy, always good, you know, good for a good laugh, down to smoke weed, you know, drink and hang out until the wee hours of the night. You know, we just we kept in touch over the years here and there. I gone to see him in a couple of uh, metal bands that he had put together with people that I ended up getting together with trying to make music. And we'd always just, you know, keep each other company. I'd gone to his house a few times and met his brother and just kind of got a feel for what was going on in the house, which sometimes there's a little bit of chaos. Either way, there was music going on, there was hanging out, there was skateboarding, you know, maybe some smoking weed, some drinking. Uh, you know, we were still teenagers at that point, so it wasn't, we weren't into the heavy, uh, heavy drinking. We didn't really have much money for all that. Um, so uh, it is the month of October, and I was lucky enough to make it to a, a Halloween party for the first time in a, f- a number of years, uh, being as to how I was a father at the age of 20. Uh, we just sort of skipped over all that and uh, spent our 20s, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who we are and uh, who we are as parents and uh, working and trying to figure out how to make money. So it was good. We we just up and jumped and to at the opportunity to pay in advance for the invite to the party uh, like a month ago through good friends of ours. And we got dressed up in, uh, I guess you'd call it grayscale or black and white style uh, uh, attire. My wife ordered some paint online and, and she painted us all up nice and gray and, and weird. Me a little you know darker because I'm, I'm brown. And it came out awesome. I just put on my, my best suit. She put on a beautiful black dress and had a, a nice shawl thing that she had over her shoulders and this uh, amazing bangs uh, short hair black wig that she fit her entire golden mane underneath and we went out and had a good time we drove we ended up driving there by ourselves we were supposed to carpool but that ended up uh, I guess in our favor because we didn't have to drive anybody there or drive anybody back and I don't drink anymore so we just you know we went there just to have a good time she had a few drinks we caught up with people that we've been hanging out with lately but just haven't really seen uh, very recently because we've just been doing the grind of waking up in the morning as you heard in the last episode being up at the crack of dawn and then just having the day grind you up and spit you out you know by the hour of six o'clock with another three hours of worth of just mundane household things that, that that we have to do so long story short we go to the party everyone loves our costumes we got you know shots of it up on our instagram jay hernandez instagram and and the minds podcast and we had a good time. We saw our old friends. We got back in, in touch with a uh, really good friends of ours, Mike and Sam, who are awesome people, who I, I, I intend on having down here because they're, they're just an amazing couple. Really, you know, loud, funny Italian couple that uh, we just connected with very recently. They've always been around, but we never were that close to. And then over, I guess, just the, the last few years since they've been a couple for the last uh, 13 or 14 years and my wife and I have been a couple for the last 15 years we sort of created a bond over that mutual sharing you know that mutual experience and uh, and it was a good time so you'll, you'll be hearing from them soon I'll get them down here I actually had Mike down here he got caught up in some monkey business being a knucklehead ended up over here just trying to pour his guts out a little bit and we had a good time just you know bullshitting together and then I got the mics on and we sat down we had a really good conversation just you know covering the daily bullshit that that grinds and eats at us uh each of us every day and um you know just touched on a little bit of the feelings and the the psychological aspects of what he was going through um and uh you know I just tried to give him some encouraging words on how to how to how to make things right you know how to how to just keep your your chin up, uh, keep your eyes on the prize, don't make anything worse, um, make sure that your intentions are obvious and known, and for the most part, everything turned out okay. And it was good to see them two hanging out together. You'll be hearing them, um, like I said, shortly. I'll, I'll, I have some stuff that we did a, a little while ago. It was a little, uh, a little fragmented because we had spent a good two or three hours um, upstairs in our house eating and conversing and you know, just really running all our tapes clean. And then, uh, you know, one of us had the bright idea, oh, let's go do, you know, let's go do a podcast. So I set the mics up, we set everything up. That took another half an hour to get really everything going for, for a four people session, which I just, you know, set up a couple condenser mics rather than the, the good microphones because I figured, oh, we'll just get, you know, we'll get the noise in the air because it's me, four of us just uh, talking at each other's faces from across, uh, you know, my coffee table. 
So I'll have to listen back to that and see what I could use of that. If not, I'll just get them in for a fresh conversation. You know, they've they've had some things go on in the past couple of months. Um, you know, also good things, and and uh, you'll hear from them. Mike's name uh, last name is Cole, so my wife and I came up with this funny idea to call it Stoke the Coles. Um, as a segment, perhaps. So, you know, we'll see how it goes, and maybe we'll have them come in uh, come in uh, semi-regularly or just whenever whenever they have the free time. So um, what can I say? Uh, guys are idiots, and our women keep us in place, uh, and I'll, I'm, I'll be the first to admit that. I don't fight that whole notion. I'm not the chauvinist, macho, guys guy that maybe some of you might think I am just because I'm a dude. Uh, I'm really just the, you know, bleeding heart, artistic, kind of, you know, just laid back, whatever, dude. You know, like, if a dude's being out of line, he's an asshole. If a woman's being out of line, she's an asshole, you know? Like, it's really neither here nor there for me. I just think if you're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, and But I will be the first to argue that, you know, the women, they, they keep us in place, you know? That's, that's why... You know, the, in the hierarchy structure of things, that's why the, the kings keep the queen down. You know what I mean? Because the queen keeps everything in place. And that's just the truth of it. And that's why things are the way they are. So, you know, my w- wife, the, the woman that keeps me in place, you'll be hearing from her in our in my Meet the Family episode, which I'll be having coming up. I was going to do do it today, but I figured I'll just I'll do that for like a weekend thing because, you know, I woke up at sunrise I did a little, uh, you know, sunrise t- tired monologue thing. My youngest son ended up waking up, and, you know, I'll cover that in that episode. But uh, I figured that'd be a good Saturday morning thing since Wednesday morning, if you're listening to me, you know, you're downloading something, you're at work, you, maybe you don't want to hear about, like, family stuff. Maybe you want to hear about, like, an artist or, or what they're doing or, you know, hear some music, you know, going back and forth with one of my good friends and, um, you know, something a little more upbeat. So, uh, I guess with that being said, I'm going to roll the conversation. It's uh, one of my better conversations. Me and Ed, uh, you know, we go way back. We haven't, we don't see each other too often, but we just, you know, we just shoot the shit like normal working class dudes and, and just, it was a good, comfortable bullshit with a good friend I hadn't seen in a while. We caught up at the Parlor Mob show about, uh, a week before we recorded the interview and decided to do it because I know he's been working on stuff for a while, but it seems that things are going in a little bit better direction right now and that things are gelling and that things are coming to fruition and and it's he's about to pop so hopefully you'll be hearing from this guy uh in some other area other than this podcast i'm just gonna let's just go to the show let's go to the tape With the Long time, man. It's good to see you. Same, man. How you been? Good. What you been up to? Same old stuff, you know, working. Yeah. Going yeah. out on the boat. That's it. Right. Rusty gills. Rusty gills. <laughs> Got to rust them somehow, right? Oh, yeah. You can pull that up if you want, uh, just to get it right in your face, or just yeah, just give it a crank. Yep. Just abuse yeah, there we it. Go. Yeah. She's an old abuse dog. She's a whore. You've been around. You've been around town. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of slime on her. Um, not yeah, man. So, uh, so what have you been up to? What are you, you working? Trying to get some some music going. Trying to uh, work on this Rusty Gills album right now, Mr. Richie. All right, you know all I right, mean? Mr. Paul Richie. Mr. Paul Richie, yes, all thank right. you, Paul Richie. And uh, you know, it's just a concept I created. It's kind of like comic book rap. Okay. Because so, my life's not that exciting. <laughs> you know, I ain't got big rims and shit. My my wife drives a nice car. So. There you go. Yep, yep. Wife <laughs> always drives a nice car. <laughs> Some alter ego shit going on. Hell yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. So you got a boat too, man? Shit. Yeah, I got this. Uh, my landlord got into a fight with some dude in front of my house. Okay. And uh, my wife calls me and she's like, "These the bills outside." This Somehow dude, a boat came out a of this. Boat, yeah, this dude <laughs> dragged the boat into my driveway with no no fucking no wheels on no tires on the wheels or nothing. And oh. I was like, my landlord told me he would junk it. He's like, "I'll right. junk it," you know. I was like, "Well, you know, it looks good. What does it float?" He's right. Like, yeah, it floats. I was like, "Well, if I try to fix it and it don't work, you're gonna." Well, you still junk it? <laughs> right, 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 right. And he said, uh, yeah, and um, in like three hours, you know, put some new gas in it. I need some zero responsibility. Yeah, yeah, no responsibility is what I work best. So whose boat originally was it? It was my landlord's father's boat. Okay, all and, right. Uh, he gave it to the kid, never gave him the title, a bunch of hibbity hoopla, and yep. it's mine, and we go out on it all the time, a little 14-footer, 1964 okay. Starcraft. 
All right. That's why I see you on the, on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but I, I never put two and two together. I never think to ask myself like, uh, you know, does he got a, does he own the boat? Like, or, you know, I'm just assuming like maybe you're out with people or like you're on a charter boat yep. or just you <laughs> end up on a boat somehow. I know I've been invited a dozen times to come, come on a boat and like, all right, I'll go on a boat. Um, all right. So you got a boat. What got are you doing boat? for work? I'm uh, you know, I'm doing tile masonry. Demolition, all, all right. the good things to keep the back sore. Yeah, know? man. Constantly. The self-taught craftsmanship right yeah, there. Absolutely. 14 yeah. years in the making. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm going on, uh, it's a roughly 10 years doing the, the cleaning business with mom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, oh, yeah. we're doing, we're going to be doing nine years this, this year, this, the coming, uh, you know, 2016, uh, together. And then me and my wife kind of were kicking it around when Blake was born. He's 14, dude. Damn. 14. I got a teenager living Damn. in my house. I was just wheeling in power wheels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky he's skinny. He doesn't, he doesn't eat much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna feed None him. of us do. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, dang, you going to eat all that? you going to order all that? You're going to eat a whole combination platter? Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need a box. You need a doggy bag. You're bringing that home. It's lunch. Nice, man. So what do you do? What do you... Uh, where do you hide or like where do you hang I, uh, out you know i hang out at the house a lot just try to uh you know strum the acoustic here and there just mm-hmm. try to write songs about the serpents in the sea that need to be slaughtered okay you know what i mean all right all it's right. just hanging out you know hanging out with my nephews and stuff we all be going out playing wiffle ball you know okay. <laughs> taking right. them out throwing them off the boat you know just yeah just, just relaxing i just try to you know yeah. i work hard i come home i try to write a little bit here and there I think we're all sort of in that uh, same boat. To yeah, use it. <laughs> we all got to have jobs. You know? yeah, 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 man. That's funny. It's funny you mentioned throwing them off the boat because I was telling my wife uh, the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I forget what we were talking about, but oh, they're talking about the nude beach. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been to the nude beach. You know, uh, I went there legitimately one time, uh, not recently, like uh, 10 years ago or so, but I, and I kept my clothes on. But when I was a kid, my dad used to take my uncle uh, <laughs> out on his little, you know, I guess like 14 foot. It was like a, like a, I don't know what you call it, just like a little speedboat, like, you know, tiny, you know, one outboard motor or whatever. And uh, down Sandy Hook, and he'd park it like a quarter mile off uh, the nude beach. <laughs> he would tie me and my cousin to a rope. And put a life jacket on us and just throw us out in the water. He's like, well, you can climb in if you want, you know. And they would swim to the nude beach and just <laughs> hang out. And she's like, what did you do the whole time? I'm like, I don't know. We just float. Float, just yeah. Float and we did what talk. we were told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were cousins. I mean, we just had to share space. I mean, you figure it out from there. So, yeah, yeah that's funny, man. It's shit fucking parents do. Yeah, or yeah. shit parents got away with doing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, back in the day, right? And shit, you're on a boat, no GPS. It was the fucking 90s, like late 80s, I guess. Yeah, yeah man. So, uh, all right, so you're you're working, you're doing the day job thing. Doing which, the day job thing until, yeah. you know, this becomes my career. That's it, know? that's and then, it. Uh, we'll all be rich. Yeah, man. Yeah, fucking rich with happiness. Open up a compound, right? I, yeah, I always think about, like, buying, like, a... Uh, four like blocks you know and then like paving over the streets to fill it in all in till it's like sidewalk so it's all sidewalk no cars whatever and just having like a like a bubble like a Hell bubble yeah. village of Hell like yeah. you know 30 houses and just like all close right i used to think about that shit when i was a bridges kid to, yeah exactly yeah. bridges to your friends houses <laughs> right, 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 right. tunnels jetsons suction tubes like yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. that's cool man yeah i um I'm digging doing this because I'm talking to people with day jobs. You know what I mean? They're yeah. day jobbing. They're they're uh, carving away at um, a hobby or or an artistic uh, outlet of of whatever kind. You know, I'm looking to talk to like whomever, like uh, you know, these people that do the craft shows now. They sell like you know T-shirts and keychain type shit and like this little pop art and stuff. You know, musicians. Um, actually, I actually had a rapper in here uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, by the name of uh, Chosen, you know, uh, uh, Andrew Robinson. He's from Bradley Beach. He's he's a low key kind of guy, so I'm not surprised. But he's he's constantly working on stuff. He's got his own online label that awesome. you know. Yeah. So like, you, do you have any stuff like that? Like, um, just still working on just the whole getting the whole concept of Rusty right, Hill. Right, since right. It's so much, and it's just this fictitious character. It's like right. every day I'm like changing something, tweaking something. I haven't even got the opportunity to even like focus on production or a label or, or yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah yeah just to instagram yeah. and you know what right, i mean on right. facebook and that's it right now you gotta do the dreaming first i'm and grinding then, i'm grinding right yeah. now until, and i'm you know i'm a perfectionist with it if it's like if it's just not right i can't i can't just right. put it out there you know what i mean right, right, i right, want right. it to be 
I want it to be a story. I want this guy to team up with, you know, Deadpool in 10 nice. years and kill Batman. You nice, know what I mean? Nice. Or yeah, save yeah, the yeah. world or, <laughs> or something. Be the superhero. Right. That, that's a right to be a bad guy, but he's a good guy at the same yeah, time. Yeah, a little bit you know of a I mean? tragic hero type. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yep. I dig that. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, actually, what I want to ask, I don't want to relate too much to, uh, to Andrew because, you know, you guys are doing your own thing. Um, but... Uh, do you do, um, is it all just beats stuff or like you were saying, you're some in the acoustic. Do you do also like songwriter I'll actually, type stuff? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll end up singing a Rusty Gill song once in a while and just cool. a lot. Of, I come up with a lot of the hooks right. on the acoustic. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Just strumming something that makes over sense, and yeah. over and it's just easier to come up with a hook that way. Right. And then I just take it and you know, whatever the timing switch is to put it to a beat. You okay. Know what I mean, or all right. Know, all right. The whole process. Um, did you have you done any shows? Like, did you? Not yet. I was trying to do a show around Halloween. Okay. All right. right. But All there's right. gonna be a lot into it. It's gonna be like you know borderline guar type. Right. Know? Right. Be wearing a yellow raincoat, <laughs> covered in blood. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that makes sense. Maybe but... throw some bunker chum on people. There <laughs> you go. Right. Right. Don't come to the show <laughs> if you don't want to <laughs> see a show. <laughs> That's the ad I know. Yeah. All right. That's good news, then, man. I'll definitely be yeah, at that. Yeah. I just want to have fun. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I've been, we all been through hell and back, and you know, I don't feel like talking about it or telling about it, and just, just right. gonna have fun. You know, right, I mean? right, right, right. We all got a past, and I'm moving forward, and I'm just gonna, you know, that's it, man. Have fun, man. I can that's rap about it. my shitty life all day right. long, but <laughs> who cares? We all got shitty lives. <laughs> right. So what? I robbed the bank. <laughs> yeah, big moving deal. along, moving <laughs> yeah, right <whatever>. along. <laughs> it happens, you know. <laughs> I hear that, man. So. uh yeah, we've known each other for quite quite a while now. It's oh, been, um, I'd say I was probably around 17, 18 when we first got acquainted uh, through Paul, yep. who was a, he's a mutual friend of ours. Um, that's where I, you know, because I would go constantly, the couple, first couple of years I knew him, I would go knocking on his door come summertime because I actually had freedom, you know. I was raised in a, uh, in a you know, foreign foreign-born household, so it was just like, you sleep in your bed nobody's over you know yeah. nobody's allowed at the house if i'm not home so it was like you know the summertime would hit and it'd be like okay i know i can ride my bike to basically freehold so you know <laughs> little silver's not that far nope. you know it, was, it took it was like a 20 minute bike ride even if that like a 10 minute bike ride whatever if i'm going hard because i was always going hard <laughs> always running from always home going. real hard <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i'd be knocking on his door and his mom coming like oh no paul's not around you know like okay so I'd be back like the next three days. Like, is he home? Uh, no, he's not. He's he's not. He's not around. And then finally, she, I think she got the picture. Like, he doesn't know, you know, that much about Paul. Like, Paul goes to Bricktown in the summertime. <laughs> basically, lives at his grandmother's house, and yep. uh, you know, and he's there hanging out with his, his old friends and stuff. So, yeah. um, so how'd you guys meet? Uh, we met just from playing hockey. He was actually on my hockey team when we were kids. And then, uh, you know, he was on them crazy aggressive skates. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what man. are those things? He's like, <laughs> he's doing flips off of things. I'm like, right, right. What, what is this guy? Space Spider-Man? Age socks. <laughs> yeah, Space <laughs> Age socks. I want, I want a piece of that. And then, you know, a couple of my friends mutually knew him. You know, Ron. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They all knew him. And then uh, once we all started hanging out, we just started making music. Like, it was just nice. we clicked together. Nice, made nice. RTM. Yeah, Something man. Some hardcore. Yeah, you 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 come from a long line <laughs> of hardcore craziness. I mean, just we were the, rapping and hardcore yeah. at the same time. It was, it was like, a cool time, you know. That yeah. stuff, like whatever. You get douche chills. You listen to it now, but like then <laughs> you're just like shit, rap and fucking hardcore, you know. And like you're like rap and rock. Yeah, it's corny. Like you gotta have fucking like breakdowns and shit. And some rap, and that shit's cool. And we were trying, you know, we tried that shit with Optimus Prime yep. uh, for a little bit, but um, but yeah, that was cool. And then he'd start bringing me out there, meet Grandma, jump on the trampoline, you get yep. some, get some, yep. you know, tuna sandwiches made for you. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice, you know, because like after you know after that summer, I'm like, bro, like, like where, like first off, where do you go? You know, he's on a breakdown. Go to, you know, go hang out with my friends and shit. You know, like nobody's, you know, whatever. They they go out. Like you guys did cool shit out there. You know what I mean? Like around here and like Red Bank, that's what I tell people. I'm like, it was so hard. I mean, maybe not so hard, but we just didn't know how to put on shows. Like there was no like network or like uh, or or um, circuit or, you know, even, there was just nothing. There was Red Bank rehearsal. You could, you know, sneak some weed and, and drinks in there and like, you know, 20 of your friends pack them in there and, and just play songs, you know, yeah, like have yep. band practice, put songs together in front of people. They're all just staring at you, just getting high and shit. And like, you know, that was cool. Like you guys out there. I mean, there was people working on cars and yeah, racing yeah. and shit. Yep. There was fucking <laughs> hardcore going on. There was, you know, street hockey, a little, little bit of everything, a little bit of everything. Bit of everything. You yeah. guys, you know, yep. like you're like, 
I mean, it was like the the last frontier of like you know <laughs> youthful, <laughs> you know, uh, enterprising, you know, just yeah. just a community. People were just a lot just being themselves. You know, you, the more north you go, the more people get like you know, not to say bougie, but like fashion and and yeah. all that, and they're focused on other things. Whereas right. to where we were just focused on getting up, getting on our bikes. Turning a guitar on, setting something on fire, you know, yeah, getting chased yeah. by the cops, you know, yeah. chasing the cops, whatever, right. whatever it was. <laughs> but, you know, just, we just didn't have like other distractions. We weren't close to the city, so New York City seemed like it was on the other side of the world. Right. You know, what I mean, you guys had yeah. a train. We didn't have a train. Right. We had right. a bus that took us to the beach every day, which was that was pretty tough. Right, you know right. I mean? But that was a stretch to begin but that with. That was a stretch. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was just we had really like nothing to do but just find shit to do you yeah know what I mean? it's like you so. guys embrace your differences i always realize that and funny you say like i mean but even like keyport it just seemed like i like well myself of course i'm the center of the universe you know uh like keyport kids were like that too and like bricktown you know like ocean county you know like you, yeah just you guys just embraced your differences or whatever you like you probably didn't even notice differences you just were like you're a person you're my age you're, you want to be loud and crazy too like boom let's just do some shit set some shit on fire here people like to compartmentalize you know yeah. god forbid you fucking did something weird one time like you just <laughs> you're like okay that's the weird kid uh the weird spanish kid we don't talk to him i think he speaks english we're not sure he's very strange his family strange <laughs> you know it's a, i think it's a class thing too you know what i mean like we it was everyone's working on their cars because they couldn't mm -hmm. fix them i mean because they couldn't afford to take them somewhere to get fixed so that's right. how you learn how to fix things like fill the need there's a lot of like you know hard like i back then middle class but you know working class which is now i guess what lower class <laughs> right right right. <laughs> we're poor you know we were poor yeah you know <laughs> what i mean that's why that was another reason like we couldn't go to the mall and spend money you know right, what i'm saying right. everything was a hand-me-down yep you know we all had to have a cousin otherwise if you know that was a guy to get close from otherwise you were wearing dresses and high heels to right, right. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'm so, I don't know what to tell you. you know? <laughs> Looks cute though. Just yeah, you look good. You wear it well. <laughs> Tie your hair back. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's that's like what a lot of it was. You that's know? cool. We just didn't have an exit. It was yeah. Just there, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, we and you're like, it was like this nice little safe. I mean, I, I like I have fond memories of just. It was nice. Every community that I that I saw like that because for me everything was fucking brand new. I was just stuck in this little house for yeah. you know 19 years basically even into like my you know my teenage i mean i ventured out into brick you know brick and like uh i came out here actually a couple times you know one time to meet a girl just you know some just some off weird shit where i'm just like yeah i'm gonna go fucking you know i'm gonna travel like 12 miles today and go see <laughs> go see what the hell's out there so uh that was that was a little bit of me growing up but um but for you uh, when I go visit you, it was like you guys were free spirits. You guys were like in charge of your own universe. I'd walk in, there'd be loud music going on. I'd maybe smell some weed being burnt. <laughs> your brother was there, you know, playing some video games, yep, and, you yep. know, with arm around some, some Tony hot Hall chick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, damn, this girlfriend's cute. Like, oh, shit, what's going on? Maybe I can get a girl from out here. No, those girls, man, they would have chewed me up and spit me out. I was such a little bitch back then. Them <laughs> girls start fire rubbing two sticks together. Yeah, yeah. They, they just rub me together. Just turn me on fire. Boom. There you go. You're dead now. So uh, what was going on in the, uh, in the bonafide household? When uh, I wasn't there. When you weren't there? Right. A lot of chaos. Yeah. You know, a little bit of, uh, there was some addictions, you know, but they're all, right, all, right. all cleared up now, you know. Okay. Mom's doing good. She's, uh, I think good. she's That's like good 10, 11 years clean. Like, all right. She's doing it, you all know, right, doing her thing. Pops is good. You know, a lot of, my mom was in a hospital a lot growing up. My father was always sick. You know, I had a heart attack, triple bypass. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like 12 years old, you know what I mean? And we got the guy in the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like. It was tough. I started working at like 13. Okay. Because I knew like if I needed, if I wanted anything, my mom always said like, you know, you got to work for it. Yeah. If you yeah. want anything in life, you have to work for it. I've got actually early, very clear memories of you saying the same kind of shit when I had just met you. I was always working. Yeah, like, yeah, I knew God. Like, oh, you guys got be at my house waiting. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming home as a busboy at like 15. Like, oh, I just bought. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just bought some weed. Oh, yeah, just cash, you know, like you guys want to smoke. Like, boom. And you're like, oh, man, I got to fucking gotta do this double shift tomorrow. I want fucking, I want this fucking, you know, just something. Whatever, the stereo, whatever, the disc man, some yeah. shit, you know. Series I dry on the prize. I like that. So uh, that's cool, man. You know, uh, well, not cool, but, you know, chaos. Um I'm familiar with chaos, you know, yeah, a lot of chaos. My, my upbringing was just nonstop chaos with my dad in the house, him fucking being preoccupied with other shit. My mom being a no fucking no bullshit kind of woman. So, you know, I'm familiar with that. Uh, so 
I guess in a way, um, would you say that sort of fed your creative uh, desire? Absolutely. And you know what it did? It made me uh, not afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. Because, you know what I mean? I've had no lights, had no, you know, war at times. So it was like, you get through that, you can get through anything. As long as you got the love for the people around you that Mm -hmm. love you back, you know what I mean? That's That's how you make it. Yeah, man. You know, when I say rich, I don't mean money in a bank account. I mean, like, friends with smiles on their faces. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yep. a, a good day where everybody gets to go home healthy and happy. That, like, that's that's fucking, And you're okay. That's rich, yeah. yeah. Now, that's, that's, that's rich. You yeah, know, man. So, um, where did you, where would you say you got your musical, your, your like, hunger for, like, uh, musical outlet was it was it always something that was around you my mother she plays okay. guitar and sings the blues get the she's, fuck out of here yeah, dude, oh, i didn't know that uh, nice. she was in the church choir growing up like they were had like a heavy metal band in church <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice breakdowns in the our father yeah, like, yeah, crazy. yeah. eat like, your heart out i was Zayo. a little kid like damn like, like playing a double bass on the on the pew and shit you I know f- what I, mean? I feel it i feel it mama <laughs> feel it <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> you know and then they'd stop playing i'd start falling asleep <laughs> and then they'd start yeah. playing again but yeah, I grew up, my mom, she loved music, you know what I mean? Nice. Huge B.B. King fan, big okay. Allman Brothers fan, Melissa Etheridge, cool. all of that. Like, So I just grew up around music. It was Yeah, you had it in the I house. I loved it, yeah. It was always on, you know what I mean? Like, nobody listened to, like, hip-hop or, you know, R&B right, right, right. or soul or nothing. That was my own for some reason. Well, yeah, that's when I you start to break apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you sort of like, all right, well, I have this thing, but I want to do it my way. And yep. then, you know. I took little bits of everything that I had heard and found right. it in other music, and I was like, wow, I... I can appreciate this, you know. Right, I mean? right, right. Calming to this. So when did you have your first experience with like a, a microphone or just like some drum? I made my first song when I was uh, I was about 11, 10 or eleven years old. I made my first rap song. I had a little keyboard and it played like there. You could hit demo and it would like yes. go through the things. Oh so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the first jungle song. <laughs> it was jungle, I, you know what I mean? Like some jungle reggae. But uh, I remember making that and I was like. Just trying to trying to be Tretch from Naughty by Nature and trying yeah, to man. like just all the, all my you know big influences back then like when I was a kid you know Will Smith TJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince like you know what I'm saying Naughty by Nature I think I got my first NWA tape at 12 for Christmas yeah, <laughs> yeah nice like, but uh yeah I just I made a mixtape and um I gave it to my cousin and I was cursing on it and he gave it right to my mom and I <laughs> right <laughs> and there got I got grounded for my first uh, <laughs> yeah probably got my ass whooped and I uh, got grounded for making my first mixtape and keeping yeah. it real I was just trying to explain it and I was keeping it real yeah yeah <laughs> before anybody Keep knew what keeping real it real mom. was <laughs> yeah, meanwhile they close the door behind you after you're like fucking sad and crying you're just like yep that's how i'm gonna change the world right but like there. you know and i was rapping and everyone's like you can't rap you know wigger like why are you rapping <laughs> like in bricktown there was no everybody listened to pantera right. slayer like when i first started singing with paul and them i only rapped i only listened to rap and these oh, dudes okay. like in a metal band and i heard, first heard like candiria i was yeah. like dude this Oof. is there's something about this this shit is this is right real. right this is the holy you know? spirit right here and even, like e-town <laughs> demos like yeah, that man. it was these guys were different they were original and that was like i was like damn you know i like this paul plays the guitar mm-hmm. I, I could rap a little bit right you know and then we started right. screaming and rapping and screaming and just having fun again yeah yeah man. shows in backyards like we went like a backyard tour just playing backyard right after, right, backyard, right, after backyard it was like that in bricktown god you, know you I mean? see you couldn't have that in red bank man you get shut down quick yeah you know? i mean the cops would eventually come yeah but it was just like they weren't dicks or nothing back then they were just but like, they probably oh. you know some of them grew up around there so they got it they yeah. were like oh they it's got fucking it. these guys over at uh fucking you know smith's house like you know you know where you're going yeah they make you they make you break it up over there exactly (laughs) that's cool so that that's funny that i didn't realize that uh that paul brought that the uh the metal i guess yeah he was like he played me like i think the first metal band he might have played me was like stuck mojo okay or something like that yeah yeah yeah. i actually remember seeing the cd case in his house (laughs) yeah as soon as you said that i'm like damn it was like a black dude with dreads and i'm like what right right right. what (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah what is this you know i thought uh, all metal heads were racist (laughs) (laughs) worship confederate flags and shit (laughs) (laughs) why isn't this guy white you know and then i got into hardcore and then i was like wow this is this is hip-hop but just in a different version right somebody's just telling the story of their struggle how they made it or didn't, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Still eating shit. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, exactly. And that's why I thought it was just real and I could relate to it. It was like, you know, there's talking about things that I that I grew up living and seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's it, it really. That's was, key, really, is just relating to it. And I think that's why, because I never listened to hip hop. It was around me all the time because of Red Bank. You know, it was it, it was just 
you know, it was Red Bank in the 80s. It was uh, Latinos and black people, you know, sprinkle of white people. Everybody listened to hip hop, NWA, all that, all that stuff. For, and you just having, you know, the, 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 the iron fist, foreign born, you know, upbringing thing. They're like, no, none of that. You can't, you're like, you know, <laughs> we don't listen to that. We don't, you know, so, but at the same time, like I didn't relate, like I didn't under, really understand. Honestly, I never really even paid attention to the lyrics enough to realize that when you boil it all down, it's really just about a struggle. Yeah. And that is essentially what I was going through was a struggle. But I just was like, well, you know, I feel more like a broken heart or like I'm all alone or like this and that. So, like, you know, I was relating to like um, I don't really remember too much about what I was listening to because it wasn't didn't really get focused until uh, I started being a teenager. But, you know, it was like MTV, like, you know, we built this city on rock and roll, like shit like that. Yeah. Fucking just early stuff. Um, and then it was like offspring and stuff like that. But. You know, uh, that that aside, um, you know, I just it's just funny how I spent so many years like not really paying attention to it. And then you come to realize that it's just music. You know what I mean? Music yeah. is music. And that, and, that, and that's really the point of point of the whole, you know, artistic uh, endeavor. But so you made your first song on a uh, Casio keyboard. One of the uh, recorders with the handle. OK. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I got one of those under the stairs over there, actually. Yeah. Yep, it was on one of those. It was like a Memorex tape. One of the clear Memorex yep, tapes. Yeah. 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 You wrote your name on it. And put yep. the tape. Yeah. It's like 90 cents. Yeah. Um, so when did you start doing the, uh, the whole band thing or like what came after that? Was it, you were like trying to develop a hip hop sound where you well, making, you know, I was always just like, you know, back then you couldn't, we didn't have beats. We didn't have anything right. like that. Like I was just a, a kid who wanted to rap in a world with, with nothing to rap to, you know? Right, so that's right. when I just started freestyling. Oh, okay. Just like by myself with no beat, you know what I mean? Feeling and the like, need, yeah. And listening to bands like Bone Thugs and trying to like, trying to keep up with them to like practice yeah, yeah, to yeah. get my words down, you know what yep. I mean? And then, uh. That's and then I started making metal. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, with Paul, we were like fifteen. I think we played our first show at like fifteen. Okay. Fifteen okay. years old at like, or maybe sixteen at the skate park in Asbury, or like sank it to none. All Jersey right. Jersey Bloodline. So where did you, uh, where did you guys have band practice? In uh, Bob Ryan's basement. Okay. Right next door to Grandma's house. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right oh no down shit. There. All right. Yep. So me somebody with a basement with a drum kit in it, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was a funny story because me and Paul were recording an album at this kid Jay Lasky's house and. uh we're like, it, we sucked. We absolutely sucked. You know what I mean? We wrote a song. And uh, we're, while we're recording it, the garage door flies open. And these two dudes in a, in a giant, like, Bigfoot monster truck is like, you and you, you're coming with us. And they straight up took us to their house, brought us down to their dungeon. Yeah. Dude had a double bass kick pedal. They had, like, straight up. They were, like, four <laughs> years older than us. Yeah, Three, four yeah, years yeah. old. Like, these dudes, like, the dude was working on a Chevelle all the time. You right, know right, I mean? right, right. Like, and these guys were like, you're in our band now. They right just, in the middle of recording, we like we had the four track going, like yeah, they yeah. just straight up took us. And, Jesus you know what I mean? Christ! They opened the door to like the metal kingdom. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it was like we <laughs> never heard a double bass pedal. Right, in real life. right. It was like I was blown away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we only read about life. this. Yeah. This is this is real. I, I heard, heard stories. <laughs> two pedals there, huh? And they both hit at the same time. Okay, I but, got uh, it. <laughs> yeah, but then Paul, like you know, living up here, it was tough when we were kids. We didn't have cars and shit. So yeah. We ended up getting my buddy Rob started playing guitar for us, and uh, cause Paul, you know, like I said, he was up here doing school, skating. Kid right. was like touring the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he was either I mean? in Bricktown or off touring with yeah, uh, some crazy Hell stuff. on Wheels and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, with Jeff Jones. Yep. But uh, yeah, man. So then we just started, you know, playing shows, local shows. You know what I mean? The Saint Skate Parks, wow. Tom's River Skate Park, Asbury. You know, we played with New Jersey Bloodline a bunch of times. That was sick. Nice, nice. Dudes yeah, that's. That's that was like, the days, bro. Yeah, man. Those are those are legends, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen. Yep. I don't know if I've seen it in 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 person, but the the red tape, uh, the bloodline oh, tape. Oh, I think yeah. I watched it on YouTube or some shit just for that line. Uh, Talk to the fist. The uh, t uh, load up the Jimmy with about three rocks. Something, <laughs> something. You about to catch a shock. Talk about smoking that rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause with a big glass dick in your mouth, motherfucker. Dude, that shit was the shit, dude. Yep. I saw them. Where did I see them? They played close by here somewhere. I don't know if it was uh, March Metal Meltdown or... See, I didn't go to too many well, of those shows. We saw them when we were kids. Me and you, we saw them with like Hatebreed and Candiria. I think that's where, yeah, that's like where. like Hatebreed, Candiria, Redline, yeah. New Jersey Bloodline. Yes. Carly Coma gave me the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was that? That was at the Casino Skate Park. No shit. That was like my, my one. That's actually the only show I ever saw there. 
Oh, really? Yeah, the only show I ever saw there, man. <laughs> it was going on all the time, and I was just holed up. I, I don't even know what year that was, but either I was like, that must you know. That like 97, 98. Probably. Yeah, so I was still yeah. prisoner of the. You of were my... running up walls, doing backflips <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah, you didn't drive yet. Nope, nope. Nah. Shit, I didn't drive till I was almost 20. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh, I'll get a license one of these days. <laughs> well, you don't really need one to like red bag. Nah, you no, well, that's the thing. Everywhere, walk yep. everywhere. When yeah, I was 13, easy. it was train, uh, cab, and bus. Dude, yeah, see, and like there awesome. was like pennies on the dollar. You're like, oh yeah, I got five bucks. I can make. I can go to the mall and get stuck there and figure out a way back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Go buy some headphones. I mean, I like going to Red Bank too. We used to go up in the summer and go to Red Bank rehearsal and watch yeah, like yeah. Fury of Five practice. Yeah. E Town will yeah. practice. Who else? Uh, Dead Guy. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Monster yeah. Magnet. All those bands <laughs> practice right out of that studio. Jimmy, Jimmy, you could just hang out there and just meet icons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Serious. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we got invited in one time. Fury 5 was practicing, and I just remember they were just shitting on the drummer. Yeah, I was with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we oh, who the fuck do you think this is, you fucking <laughs> dumbass? What do you mean, corn? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a tough job. I know, I know. He's just a stick man just standing there like, you fucking pussy. I'm about to replace you. Make a phone call, Chino. Or I like, what, what was his name? Yeah. <laughs> we all felt bad. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. He's just laughing like, yeah. I'm, all right, yeah, okay, okay. And, like, that's like, okay, that's how you run a band. Yeah. <laughs> that's why none of my bands ever worked out. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm down I here. I'm from the wrong people. <laughs> down here doing a fucking podcast. <laughs> I can't keep a band together because nobody's got a thick enough skin, fucking pussies. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have thick skin to be in a band. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you do. So, all right, you're doing, you did some of the hip hop. Uh, you started some metal bands. You met these uh, these metal gods, I guess, from your neighborhood. Did you ever do anything with those guys? Yeah, we started uh, that band RTM. That was the one. Okay, we, we played okay. For like two or three years. Now was the singer and then for the guitarist? Yeah, he he went through some shit. Frank was the guitarist. Okay. Frank played guitar also in RTM. Frank and Rob. Oh no shit! Yeah. Wow. Frank went through a he like fell out fell off for a little bit, and then we started another band after that called Loss. Yes. That was yes. That that was just crazy. So you guys didn't have any part of Enemy? No, but Enemy, the guitarist of Enemy was the guitarist of Loss. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cuz I remember John seeing Serena. them. Yep. I think we saw them at uh at Casino. Yes. Enemy and I remember Paul bringing yep. me a tape and that was the closest thing to Fall Silent that I had ever heard oh, yeah, and it was in they were from New Jersey. You know, yep. they were from like from the Manchester. area. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, and I don't mean to put them down in any way by comparing them or no, whatever, they're, but they're, they're it good, was man. sick, dude. You could hear that tape on the SoundCloud and it's insane. Oh man, oh, I got to check so that out. Good. You got to you got to you oh, got to so uh, we'll look it up on the iPad <laughs> yeah. when we're done and here. And Butter, we used to play shows <clears> with Butter all right. the time. Remember Butter? Yes. Frank was in Butter also. That's right. That's right. It was some some crazy bands to be around. These dudes some, were a lot, you know. They're all like six, seven years older. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it was it was cool. These dudes. But they're bringing shred. you in the fold, and then you know you're older. You're bringing the younger <laughs> ones in the fold. It's, I was playing bars before I was able to drink. You that's know, awesome. It was always a sh it was always a shit show trying to get me in the door. Yeah. Because they were all 21. You know, I'd be 19. You're like, yo, you telling me this little punk, right, right. punk with a sideways hat? You know, he ain't gonna try He's to drink in some In your beers. band, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your baby face. Like, yeah. Please, just let me in. Well, <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, and so, uh, so you had RTM. See all these names, man. Now they're all they're all coming up. You know, yeah. that's a, I'm glad. Rivals to most. Rivals to most. There you go. <laughs> and you guys, I think I seen you guys practice at uh, Red Bank rehearsal. Yeah, we practiced there. We practiced at Gear. We practiced. Yeah. We practiced all around. You know, you know, Gear's I mean? gone, right? Is it gone now? Smashed down to the ground. Really? They're they're almost done build, building a, an advanced auto parts or just some auto parts store. They were overkilled. What? <laughs> I don't get dude, it. It's Overkill. That's who runs that place. Who? Overkill. Runs gear? Gear. Oh, yeah. no shit. Right in Shrewsbury. Right on Shrewsbury Ave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always, it's always all them Overkill shirts and shit inside. Oh, That's no That's the bros shit. from Overkill. Yeah, they're another awesome, you know, yeah, yeah, band yeah. back in the day that shred, you know, thrash right. metal and stuff. But yeah, them dudes were... It's a legendary place right there as well. Nice, man. So uh, where, where did you guys record all that stuff? Because I know I'd hear tapes and shit here and there. Uh, we record... Chris <clears throat> Duncan recorded... Um, a lot of our stuff. Justin Duncan was the Chris Duncan was the drummer of Bull Session. Okay. I oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that name too. Yeah, that's another no, yep. another band. I was, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, he did a couple of them. Then we went out to like uh, I don't know somewhere out by Pennsylvania, and some dude recorded us, recorded our second album, and then the third album we recorded at Blue Light Studios in Brooklyn with the dude who does Candiria. Oh, okay, no 40 shit. Below Summer. Wow. And that album that that came out that was nice. You got that anywhere? 
Uh, that is, yeah, it's on uh, Pure Volume. No shit. Yeah, you can check that out on Pure uh, Volume. Yeah, man, it's I'm going to... It's awesome. <laughs> if, if you um, get me to write them down and shit, I can plug them on the outro after, uh, you know, after the interview oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you could totally plug them. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, all right, so you did some recording and some legit studios. Who was that? What band was that? That was that was Lost. That was Lost. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. So is that the one with the, the pot leaf on it? Yep, that was the that one was, with the pot leaf. Yep. That was a sick <laughs> album, man. No, well, sick. the one we did in Brooklyn was Maniac Styles. That was the name of the album. Okay. That was the last album we did, and then, uh, you know, people, you know, Shit happens, man. You know, life is tough. Right, right, Shit doesn't right. go on forever. You're not making money. You're trying to, you're paying out, you know, right. playing in Philly. We were playing like three times a week and just going to Philly, New York. Like it, it's a lot on you, especially when right. you're not making money. You know what I mean? Right. You're all hungover, going to work the next day. It's like, girlfriends. Like, it's ah, tough. Yeah, yeah. Everything, man. People got kids. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. So it wasn't like it is today where you could just fucking write an album by yourself in your basement, YouTube it. And just pump it like crack cocaine, and right. people will just absorb it and be right. like, "Oh, yeah, you know what I mean." And eventually, wrong it'll with catch that, on. Yeah. If I had that, I, I would myself. And I think music today is just so much better to to really get yourself out there because it's just not your neighborhood anymore, or not your county, right. or the dudes that go to the VFW every Saturday. You're you're right, expanding. Right, right. You could send shit anywhere. Yeah, you got you the world, I mean? the, the world stage. World, you know yeah. what I mean? So I think that's like I think music today is that's why you get some of the best music you've ever heard because. That portal has been open. Right, right, right. right. So it's, I think it's pretty rad. So how long was uh how long was Lost together? Lost was together, I think, like five years, maybe. Okay. Five years, and then after Lost, uh, we started Half Eaten. That's right. Half That's Eaten. Right. I thought you with, had uh, one more Frank, thing. Frank, Jeff, and Scott. That's okay, and yeah. I seen you guys. And we used to practice at the hot dog house. That's you know, right. And That's right. We shared a room with the mob. So you've been uh, you've been all over. You've been all over. Been all over <laughs> with the metal, man. Yeah, yeah. And That's then Paul nuts. recorded that album. That's right, over at Retro, right? Yep. Yeah, retro, yeah, I remember that. I remember the uh, the band photos. Uh, I think it was on the back of the CD or something. Oh, yeah, who did that? Keith, right? Keith Lau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Thanks, Keith. Don't know where you're at, but thank you. <laughs> Shoot, maybe I'll see if I can track him down get him down here. Bring him down the dungeon. Yeah, I was uh, trying to get, like, bands down here to uh to record sets and stuff i mean i got you know i got the uh i got enough equipment for it but i'm digging the one-on-one you know like like catching up yeah, with I people like yeah, it's yeah awesome. seeing seeing uh, what they're up to and hearing <coughs> about their projects so um i guess after loss and half eaten um was there uh like a moment where you're like okay the band thing is a little too much yeah. i know at that i mean you and liz been together for forever 14 years yeah yeah man you yeah. got you my were, spine man I yeah that's it I, man. Yeah, I probably couldn't walk straight without her right right know? that's right you won't walk straight with I won't her. Walk straight <laughs> <without> her. <laughs> hell yeah you hear that <laughs> he knows it um you got married, like you know, uh, you're married now. Yep, married How long now. you guys been married? Three years. Three years. Been yeah, we're I, three yeah now. we're the same. So it's like I remember. Yeah, we were all talking about it at Paul's wedding. Actually, you guys talking about how uh, how broke you were after the wedding. You're like, we <laughs> should have just fucking eloped, gone on a yeah. sick vacation. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Brought a trailer in North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, and send postcards uh, home. America. Doing all right, right? Yeah, yeah the uh, the the I forget what it's called. There's something uh, wedding complex, you know. Yeah. That whole uh, that whole shit storm. Like, it's soon as Hollywood, yeah, bullshit, TV, TV ruined it all. As <laughs> soon as you put that ring on, man, mom's like, "Wow, <laughs> oh, they go crazy." Yeah, yeah, I remember we were so scared to announce. I didn't even like you know because we don't even have that cute story. Whatever, I won't even get into that right <laughs> now. But uh, but so you did the the band thing, uh, RTM, Lost, Half Eaten, um. Oh, so what I was saying is, uh, was there a point where you were like, okay, the band thing, like maybe that's not a good idea? Well, it got ugly. Like it just got, when you know when you're around somebody for too long, Mm -hmm. you know, you just start to clash after a while. And then if you don't fix that problem immediately, it just it becomes an inconvenience you yeah, know just I mean? fingers in the dike because because you didn't say something at the first yeah, at first and, and none of it was even you know hard or nothing it was all easy shit but you know some some people don't like to be confrontational i'm a confrontational right, right. person you know what i mean i have no problem telling you you're a fucking asshole if i think you're an asshole yeah and if you prove me wrong i'll say thank you for proving me wrong i'm an asshole that's you know it. what i mean like i take have your that. licks yeah, exactly man. you got to be able to if you're going to give it you have to be able to take it yep you know what i mean and the but, funniest thing about the ones that love to give it is a lot of times they can't take it. A lot of times, you know, yeah, you turn right back and they're like, "That is nowadays, most people." You know, yeah, because everyone's got a fucking we're, everyone's opinion. Everyone's fucking entitled, and since we all have, 
Facebook or everyone's got Facebooks. Now we got given, you know, stupid people opinions and we yeah. are forced to read them. You know, digital spears <laughs> that we could just exactly. fucking stab at everybody. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. are fucking stupid. <laughs> judge, judge, judge. That's all it is. You know, people talk about how not racist they are, but if you have to put something up about you're not racist, well, you're probably racist. Right, you know? like, right. Like, dude, just don't be racist. Yeah, don't yeah, go yeah. around telling it's me like you're Nixon, not a fucking racist. It's like, Nixon, I'm not like, a crook. Like, maybe yeah. he's a crook. It's like, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't even mess with the uh, Facebook, social media. I like the Instagram and yeah, yeah, the Twitter yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just... Yeah, I don't have a Facebook either. It's just too many people just uh like I said, too many assholes with opinions. It's you know? too um <laughs> it's too uh, uh intrusive. Yes. Like way too intrusive, way man. Way too intrusive. It's like Facebook has fingers in, in all aspects of your do you life. You try to deactivate it. It's like it gives you options, right? It's like why you why do you not like right. Facebook? You'd be like, Well, it's like this Facebook, you know, do you feel bullied? You're like, Yeah, and it gives you a, a fucking for every single thing that you want to do, it gives you a reason why you should keep Facebook. Right. You're like, yeah, it's ruining my social life. It's like, oh, well, you should find more friends on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Yeah. I want to commit suicide. Yeah. Find more friends yeah. on Facebook. Find more friends on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that'll make I you found out my more mom's suicides. fucking my professor. <laughs> exactly. Find more friends on uh, Facebook. And, and that's the funny thing, too, is our, is our adults and the way our, our adults, our parents and shit. Yeah. Like, they can't handle They write some crazy. <laughs> 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 I love of all of my family and i'm just like damn you is that how you think yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> these older people they can't handle that shit man i no wonder got, why you were so no quiet strong silent type now you can't get them to shut the fuck up yeah I and mean, people behind a computer will say anything because half the time they're intoxicated or yeah. just ranting Oof. on some shit you know what i mean yep. just save that shit for the birds man i've been there i've been there <laughs> oh me too that's all yeah like, man like oh, oh what did i just do like trust me i've learned yeah, from all yeah. of them mistakes that i've made and then you're like fuck it i i, I own that and all day you're like i don't own that i don't know i didn't I, didn't, I don't mean that but that's the thing too why why put something in your life where you're constantly questioning what you do you know right. what i mean like over something silly as being yeah. like oh it's fucking nice out and some no matter what someone's gonna be like yeah that's eh, not that nice yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean so why even put it out there i don't right. want to waste my good energy on on assholes opinions you know because you, you like, manifest more negative energy out of nowhere Yes, exactly, and it's just full of <coughs> negative energy. Like that's that's my problem with the whole thing. It's just ruining America. Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> it's a shame. Um, so you're talking about like uh, sort of just like tension within the band. Like you'd been, I, I guess, I would have to assume because I'm fairly sure you were in the same or in those last three bands with a couple of the same members. Yes. Right. Yep. So okay. It was so mostly like my friends. You know, everyone <coughs> yeah. we grew up with. We just kept it tight and just. Like I said, I, I was doing it for like 15 straight years. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And it just got to the point. I don't even know if it was necessarily because I could have went and started a band with whoever I wanted. I just like wanted to take a break. I knew I was going to be getting married. I had, dude, I had three jobs. I, we paid for the wedding ourselves. Wow. Yeah. Like I was delivering over at Pete's, et cetera. Yep. I was line striping at night and doing fucking tile during the day. Wow. I was killing myself. You know yeah, what man. I mean? Because I just didn't have time. I knew what I wanted. I wanted to focus on the things like that I needed in life mm -hmm. to be able to keep moving you know right, what i mean right. so i took a break for a while and now i'm really really getting back into it especially with the hip-hop i just love rap and i love you know the story of rusty gills and right right it's just fun man yeah it's when like, you, get, you know you turn it you turn everything inward again or you know like whatever you turn everything inward and you start to like create this uh this this other world you know where your you know your character maneuvers because that was the same way i would always like oh let me develop this concept it's this guy that you know He's miserable and whatever this and that. It's basically me. Yeah, but it's, just it's like, me, man. Right, it's right. Just, you know, he can it's, fly and kill serpents right, and drink right, right. their blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, see, me, I'm usually just taller and uh, a little better looking. Maybe some long hair. And uh, um, and then, yeah, you just can build your own world. You got computers so you can, you know, make beats. For me, uh, I mean, <clears throat> it's still like, uh, you know, instruments and stuff. But, you know, I kind of basically taught myself like little basic stuff on the drums and I could just capture it all through there, send it up to the Mac, piece it together, this and that, you know, it, and it's just my own little world. Um, you know, it's just, it's nice being able to do it by yourself. So, so yes. I guess that's the, uh, that's the aspect you're sort of, I'm going for Yeah. Like that's on. what Frank was always good for that. Like he could, he could, that guy can make some crazy shit just alone. Yeah. So yep. I never realized <coughs> that, that you could just run a drum machine, play your shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, 
sometimes it's easier to work with yourself than it is to work with other people. Right. You know what I mean? And in today's day and age, again, it's easy to get yourself out there. You right. Know? And there's so many one person bands out there. Yeah. So like, especially for some hip hop, like, you know what I mean? I could play a little knock around on the drums. I could play a little bit on a guitar. So right. I could just put my own shit together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it feels good to, to be able to do that and not like rely on someone. Somebody's, oh, I can't make it. Or, you know what I mean? Right. It's just, right. we all got lives and, and I understand. That's Bands it. that make money, that's their job. Right, exactly. They don't go home. Exactly. They're on the yep. road. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we've seen it with the mob. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, traveling circus. That's a yep. tough life, dude. Yeah, man. That's not for everybody. So, um, you mentioned because uh, you got like this sort of comic book concept or whatever, um, that you hooked up with an artist to make yep. some comic books. Mike Filler, Devoted Tattoos, Daytona Beach. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> He's All the right. guy who drew up the Lost shirts. He did the Half Eaten cover on okay. the album. He's a uh, We've known him forever, and forever me and him have been pushing each other to strive for what we dream for. You right. You know what I mean? Like, he knew I rapped back in the day. I knew he loved drawing, so I would always be on his ass about drawing. We we always talked about a comic book. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and just now it's just epic because he supports me 100% of what I do. I support right. him 100% right. of what he does. It's not um, like somebody that you're, like, constantly nagging at. Like, can you do this for me? Can you do this? Like, you guys were like, yeah, we, you know what I mean? For a minute, like, he was getting his shop set up, so I understood he needed some time or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, now he's, like, you know, he's down. And it's these guys are great artists. And it's I, if we could really make it happen, people are going to have a lot of fun reading it. Yeah, well, and, I could see that, you know, you're you're all about pushing it right now. And, yeah, we uh, really want to, you know. You, know, it's you got like, nothing to lose. That's it. I've lost already. So. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you named a band What's the worst thing that happens? You yeah. lose? I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> And I'll try it again. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just keep dragging myself on through it. Yep. Exactly. So then you hooked up with Paul to produce some beats. Yep. Paul had uh, made me a beat, and we went down there, and uh, we made the song, The Jaws Motherfucker. That's okay. what he named it. You know? So, uh, <laughs> And then, I, you know, I look, oh, he's, he seemed, like, real excited when I was doing my verses, and he's like, you know, you got to <laughs> let me get a verse on <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, He right. threw a verse down, too, and it, it, it sounds... It, it came out really good and it's uh it's, you know it's like really descriptive rap right like when you listen to it even if you're not holding a comic book because i want them to go hand in hand like yeah we do yeah. a five song little demo you get like a 20 page comic book that the stories are going to go together and i'm wow. not necessarily rapping as rusty gills more is telling you like i'm like kind of the narrator third person i'm third person, yeah, yeah. yeah tony ganoli is telling the story of rusty I gills think, uh, <laughs> omnipotent or whatever like where they're just they surround everything and they tell multiple aspects of the story yes and how they all yeah yes. i like that yeah. those are like the like you know uh, good movies are written that way where you know it's not just from one perspective it's from multiple yeah perspectives. it's multiple pers like once in a while <clears> i'll <throat> you know, i'll talk like i'm rusty gills but it's it's mostly me describing everything i'm just setting up the landscape right and letting you like when you sit down you put your headphones on and just relax you will go right into it like right. just listen right. to it you'll feel like yeah you're man. fighting a fucking hydra you know what i yeah. mean <laughs> You that's feel like awesome. Glow Corp's gonna come kill you, you know, because <laughs> that's his enemy, Glow Corp, the nice. global corporation. Ah, <laughs> I get it, I get it. You know? All right, but yeah, it. man, it's fun, man. That's it. So you have this, I guess. Uh, you're looking at it right now as like a five-song EP or whatever. So you're gonna probably make a comic book that sort of suits that yeah, size. Absolutely, if it's like possible, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. Right now, it's all dreams. It's like right, it's right. this super dream, and uh, yeah, I would love to make like uh, back in the day, ICP has a comic book. Mm -hmm. And they would release, like, a, so a single with each one, but it didn't have anything to do with the comic book. Okay. So I thought it was cool because you go to the comic book store, you can wait for it to come out. You right. can't go oh, download I remember it. That. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You go get it, and they were yep. like, they would put, like, diss songs on there. You right, You know what I mean? Right. When they were beefing with Eminem or, like, <laughs> were, and that was the only place you can get it. You couldn't download anything. So wow. now I'm like, it'd be pretty sick to buy a fucking comic book that comes with a sick shirt and a CD, and it all goes together, throw your Rusty Gill's bloody shirt yeah, on. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And just, like... Cause that's how I always was. I, you know, a new thing would come out from somebody, and I'd be like, "All right, let me connect the dots now." Oh, he said like uh, the tearing down the wall thing, and all right, like I'm trying to like put together the whole story. Like there's got to be like a like a like a you know a grand finale, and most of the time there wasn't. But you know, this if there's going the to be, finale, that's it, can, man. You know, every album could be a completely different story in a completely different setting. You know, we can right. go to space. We could fucking you know we could crack the moon in half and get yeah, all the yeah, moonshine yeah. out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That's it's good. It's like that, man. It's just that's what I love about it. It's just fiction and it's fun and the sky is the limit and nobody's yeah. gonna be like, yo, yo, you put up, yo, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, what's your set, man? Like, yo, right. fuck you, you know? Right, right, right. 
Because now <laughs> you need like an over the top thing, you know, yeah, uh, to, it, to present. A, if you ain't got a gimmick or whatever, and you know what? If you have a gimmick, <clears throat> the chances are that gimmick comes and goes. It comes and goes as fast. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's gone overnight. Right. It's right, gone. Right. So many people just doing a gimmick just to fucking sell a couple of records. Yeah. And then tomorrow nobody gives a shit about you because today's day and age, people don't have the attention span to even fucking. Right. And like, you know what I mean? Especially the people that are like top 40. You're listening to pop, you're watching MTV. Chances are whatever you like today, you're not going to like tomorrow. Yeah. You're going to like something new tomorrow and so on and so right, forth. Right, right, right. I mean? That's you're why. Like, oh, no, I love these like big sets and production tomorrow's. I'm like, no, I like this. It's just him and an acoustic guitar. You know, it's just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. When you're like, oh, <laughs> Kanye's the best. I say, you're like, oh, One Direction or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, man. What the fuck? So uh, do you have any uh, release date in mind or sort of like an idea? Uh, it's really on that Mr. Paul Ritchie. <laughs> you know, he's got a busy life. So, uh, all right. All but right. I want to try to do some um, like live instrument stuff, too. Like okay. Whoever wants to maybe just throw down a bass line. Yeah, Only man. Use a bass line and a kick. That's it. Just yep. a kick and a clap. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's it. You should do something real you know? stripped down like that. Yeah. So like the, the story and all the imagery and everything sort of takes over. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, you know, less is more when in, in that kind of situation. You know yep. what I mean? Because the voice goes right through you and tells you the story. Right. You just right, got to right. really, you know. That's it, man. <laughs> that's know? it. That's, that's this it. is nothing. Yeah. Makes up the, that's how all the old school shit was. So. Yeah. And if you, you got to candy coat your fucking shit well, you know. Two hundred thousand dollar beats, and right, you're probably right, right. not that good at what you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have needed that. That's it, man. That's <laughs> Your it. story nobody wants to hear. <laughs> All right, well, it was good catching up, man. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to hear that uh, the Rusty Gills uh, concept is uh, is coming to it's fruition, gonna it's gonna and happen. we'll be seeing something from you hopefully in the in the near future. And uh, yeah, when I get this thing finally launched, I'll hit you up and let you know where to get where to find it. I got I got a couple ideas of what I'm going to do with it. So. Um, but I'm glad I had you on here because, you know, we're all sort of in the same boat, getting back to boats here. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, just just trying to plug away and uh, get something off the ground. And uh, hopefully, uh, like you said, we'll all have, uh, have that rich future you're talking yeah, about. Happiness, just bro. happiness and, oh, yeah, and doing smile. what we want to do. That's Maybe it. even making a dollar or two. Right, <laughs> right. Great, just having well, enough you know? of whatever to get to the next day. You exactly. Know? That'd be cool. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. All right, man. Good talking. Hell yeah, bro. Gills. So that's the show for today. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the track. I sure did. I, I didn't get to hear it until uh, right after the interview. So, but Ed, man, he's he's a, he's a character, man. He's just 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 a down home, grounded, well balanced dude that uh, works hard, gets his shit done right, has a, an imagination to boot, and hopefully he will be bringing the world of Rusty Gills to you soon via comic book album maybe a music video and with the way this guy's talking hopefully uh maybe a short length movie maybe a full length movie at some point i know that's what i see i hear all this stuff that he's doing and and immediately my brain goes into creative mode and i'm like oh well you should do this and if you're gonna do this it's just this is the obvious next step let's do that step and you know if there's anywhere i can help uh help you ed if you're listening to this i'd be glad to do it uh unfortunately we didn't get to do the live 
track with you and Paul down here uh, on the mics doing doing the song live. But uh, hopefully, you know, I'm here. I'm in the neighborhood. I'm not going anywhere. I'm all for it. Um, I'm having a killer time. I, I got a rhythm going with this thing now. Uh, it was a little daunting uh, taking on the two episodes a week thing at first. But I figured, you know, I got a decent backlog. I just got to do the work now. I just got to get down there. I got to fire up the mics. I got to get myself fired up, maybe take a little bit of notes and do, do, you know, do the work because, you know, before I had the whole thing launched, it was easy for me to realize it because, you know, it, it had no pace to it. There was no fire under my ass. There was nothing waiting for me. And I could really take my time to set up my whole little world the way I wanted it to look, get the people that I wanted to talk to, to talk to me. And, um, you know, keep that all just locked away in my little in my little treasure chest until the time is right. And then I did under the advice of, uh, you know, good people that I sought out. And things are going well. Things are going well. I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of the pressure. I was uh, able to fortunately catch up on some sleep this past uh, week. But um, my wife is good and she let me just kind of nap in the middle of the day a couple times this weekend. And uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fired up for this week coming. I'm feeling fired up for you guys listening to my podcast. Every time I check my uh, my stats and summary page, I've got a, a couple more hits up there. And this is that I'm this is still that I'm having trouble getting that artwork onto my site. And once I get the artwork on there, I can upload my feed to iTunes. And from what I'm told, that's when the listens start rolling in. So hopefully, I can do that in the near future. I'm not a computer whiz, so you know it's just when it comes to a brick wall that I face on my computer. It's just in my way until either my wife figures it out, which she's busy, she's going to school, she works uh, her own jobs on the side of our business um, when I'm not there, so she's working alone. She's got to juggle, you know, picking the kids up from school, creating study guides for herself to keep on top of her classes that she's kicking ass at. So, you know, she's got to pay attention to that shit, and I got to do this thing uh, because I got it started and I'm dedicated to it and I'm having a good time doing it. But as far as, you know, the technical stuff, I just, I have a hard time. So hopefully you will see my uh, hot tub in utero bathing suited uh, brown butt on you know your your iPhones or your smartphones while you're listening to the stuff. Ah, I'm just really having a hard time not seeing you know uh, the beautiful picture my wife took of me in that hot tub curled up where the where, where people's feet are supposed to go. I looked at this picture again and it was just like an aha moment. I'm like that's that's mine's that's me and just that's it this is yours this is ours this is mine's <laughs>